Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Kyrie, and I want to welcome you to the first episode of The Habitual Project. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please be advised that Habitual Kyrie is by no means an expert on any of the topics discussed. He simply is an individual who wants to express himself, share his experiences, and encourage others to do the same. Through in-depth discussion and genuine interest, we can expand our capacity to be more disciplined, patient, and compassionate. We wish you the best on your journey to becoming Habitually You. So first things first, guys, I want to explain my intent of this show. You ever just get tired of like very surface level conversations and just talking about the same stuff, the same people, the same things, the same places. This is going to be a place where we can take that a little bit high level and just actually talk about things that matter to us, things that we're experiencing. But it's coming from a perspective that there's no experts, right? We're not going to really like experts here. We're going to have experts, of course, but this isn't an expert show. There might be some you know, discussions that feel like interviews, but really it's going to be real people, real conversations, and no experts, just experience, okay? My goal overall as Habitual Kyrie and as your host is just to spark dialogue, spark discussion. All the discussions that we have on here, I hope that you feel comfortable and also get a little bit encouraged to go out to your everyday life with your friends and your family and spark these discussions with them. Okay, I think it's time we face it, right? You know, life's really kind of changed a lot in the last three to four weeks, and it has happened extremely fast. We are where we are, shelter in place, social distance, no social gatherings. Life as we knew it about two to three weeks ago has completely changed. And right now I'm working from home completely. I used to work right across the street from my apartment, so it's not that bad, but people are going through very, very serious things, right? A lot of friends who are just losing jobs, a lot of people getting laid off. A lot of people who have children who normally juggle with that and now they're having to, you know, stay home and take care of the kids and kids around the country who use school as their primary place where they're fed. People in healthcare industry with not the right equipment. Things are very insane right now, but they're very, very real. But at the same time, with all of us at home, distractions are removed and there's just a lot of time to get in your heads, right? And you're balancing breaking news and the what ifs and, you know, the mass hysteria and it's everywhere. It's on, it's on Twitter. It's on Instagram. It's on Facebook. It's also on the news. If you watch the news, you cannot escape it. And then you go outside and it literally looks like a ghost town. So, I mean, if you're anything like me, I feel like too much time alone, I'm going to get in my head. It's bound to happen, right? It might have you thinking, you know, what do I do with my time now? I've never spent this much time at home. You might struggle with like anxiety if you're like me and being trapped alone for too long just really gets in my head. Like I'll start freaking out and I'll start overthinking everything. You're probably thinking, what can I do to make the most out of being alone? And that probably freaks you out and it brings tons of ideas to your head. You might be freaking out right now about school being extended. You might be graduating. You might be wondering, how are you going to put food on the table? Like literally, that's a very serious concern right now. How am I going to put food on the table? How am I going to survive basically for the next month and a half? So I recorded this episode like so long ago, it's ridiculous, but it's so current that I had to redo it. So this is all brand new. I had the episode loaded. It was like ready to go. And then I announced the podcast and I was like, wait, I got to redo this because this makes way more sense to me. And the message alone hits me in the face and it kind of touches my heart of where I'm at. 
And I'm really excited for you guys for your turn to kind of let me know where you guys are at and what you're doing in quarantine, your shelter in place. Like, what are you doing to take advantage of this opportunity? So the topic we're going to cover today, it's called Understanding Your Clutter. It's actually going to be a series, and this is going to be the filter exercise, and it's called Putting Head to Lead. I think it comes down to being honest with yourself, like actually being very blunt and transparent with yourself, because self-denial causes the most damage. With all this craziness going on, you got to be honest with yourself, be real with your circumstance, your situation. So I'm thinking, be straight up. Where are you at emotionally? You know, where are you at physically, financially? You know, really dive into yourself. You got to be honest with yourself because right now, so many different people are going to tell you what you should be thinking, what you should be doing. The news has their idea. Your parents are hitting you up. Your friends probably aren't listening to what your experts are telling you, but you got to know for yourself. You got to know exactly where you are and be honest with yourself. Because if you're not honest with yourself, I promise that's going to break you down even more. There's a lot going on in your head right now. Just be real. Keep it real with yourself. Write it down. And I'll kind of walk you guys through that in a little bit. But we know exactly what we need to get done, regardless of the circumstance or regardless of the chaos, right? Like first things first, unfortunately, no matter what the circumstances, bills have to get paid. So we either have a choice to beat ourselves up that bills have to get paid, or we can figure out how to get those bills paid and grind. And that's basically what I'm saying. We know exactly what we need to get done. Like I love the push-up challenge that's going on right now. That stuff is awesome because those people, they understand what needs to get done. So they're on Instagram keeping their friends and those people who share the same goal accountable by doing it. Now the drinking and the shots. Yeah, that's something else. You guys are crazy. Just kidding. But we know exactly what we need to get done. You know, the goals that you set for yourself for this year, just because this happened, it does not change a thing. And you have to get that through to yourself. And you have to get that through to the people that you surround yourself around. You know, I always tell my friends, mid-February, mid-March, that's the time everyone gives up on their goals. Oh, this year, new me. I'm finna change up on you guys, right? That's what you usually hear. But then like February comes, first 60 days, first 75, and people just get tired. They start giving up on their goals. And I, that's the one thing I think is the worst about the crisis going on right now is that it's in the middle of when most people literally decided that they're no longer doing what they set out for themselves. If you're listening to this right now, don't, don't forget. Don't forget what you set out for yourself this year. You're still in control and you still can get this done. You just have to stay grounded in your truth. It can't be the truth of your, your friends or your mother or anyone else. It can't be the truth of that. You know, don't get so caught up in, oh, everyone complaining about this is going bad for me and this goal's ruined now and I had this planned and I had this plan. Know yourself, know your truth and be honest with yourself because if you start denying the truth, it's self-sabotage, self-sabotage completely, okay? One of the things I used to look forward to when I was like a kid is that moment that another kid or someone younger to me would be like, hey, I look up to you. And I feel like, you know, I don't know, have you felt that way? That's a really good feeling. Like literally someone just like, wow, I look up to you. Like you're my role model. That same feeling, that same opportunity, we all have a chance to do that right now during this crisis. Adopt the role model mentality. I've been telling myself this honestly for the last few weeks. I will remain centered amid chaos. And I learned that from Brendan Burchard, huge fan if you watch me um, or even see me or follow me or whatever you call it on Instagram, Twitter or whatever. I repost tons of Brendan's stuff because he's just excellent. 
And I'm going to walk you guys through the exercise. It's called Head to Lead. And this is a way that you can be a role model by sharing this with someone or even just sharing with me, participating, contributing to the discussion, to the process, to being alone and to being centered amid the chaos. So we're going to filter out what's important, what matters. We're also going to filter out the fear and the uncertainty, right? Because we can either add to the chaos or we can kind of filter out ours and then share with those other people kind of, this is what worked for us. Accept your circumstance. That feels very uncomfortable to say like, well, I just have to accept that crap is going wrong and nothing's right. But it's like, no, seriously, just accept it. You know, accepting your circumstance isn't a bad thing. I mean, just break circumstance down. Like circumstances, I think it says it's like a a factor condition connected to an event or an action. You know, when I see that and I'm thinking of an event or an action or circumstance is temporary. So don't get a permanent mindset for something that's temporary, if that makes sense, if you're following me. So Accept your circumstance. It is what it is. Kanye shrug. Like literally, just let that stuff go. And I think if you let that go and then you transition into these three things right here, this mindset, um, going into this exercise, I think it could help you improve a bunch. And once again, this is just what helps me. This is what I do. And I practice this a bunch. So these three things, if you can write this down, if you can remember it, screenshot it, just literally put it in your head. This is what I want you guys to think. I want you to decide to I want you to contribute to, and then I want you to learn to. Okay, so I'll repeat that again. That is decide to, contribute to, and learn to. And that's what we're going to do going into this head-to-lead exercise. So what does head-to-lead mean anyway? I mean, it means taking everything from your head and putting it to the lead, like the pencil, right? It's the pencil. So we're going to take all of our thoughts, all that head drama, head trauma, head garbage, whatever you want to call it. We're going to take all that stuff. And we're going to put that on paper. So you have decided. Yeah, you did it. You made a decision. But you have to. If you're listening to this and we're trying to understand our clutter, we're trying to stay centered, emotionally centered and grounded during all of the chaos, all of the crisis. You have to decide. Personally, like a decision isn't really a decision until you decide that nothing Dude, I mean nothing, like literally nothing is getting in your way. And we all have like our soft areas like, oh, if my girlfriend or my boyfriend gets in my way, I guess I will slow down a little bit. By golly, let my mom or my dad hit me up and tell me to stop. I won't do it, man. Let my boss tell me I got to do this and I promise you I'll stop right now. But a decision, it doesn't matter what gets in your way. And I think a lot of us just looking at our year, our 2020 We probably set goals for ourselves, but we didn't really decide. We just wrote them down. We just said, yeah, this is what we would like to do if everything works out. And now a crisis has hit us and we're just like, "Ooh, yeah, Mm, about that. Yeah, I don't think I'm really down to do that anymore. But now you have an opportunity. You're at home. You're alone. You have all the time in the world. Even if you're working from home, you can shift your schedule to make more time for you. And all you have to do is make a decision. So I want you guys to decide to do exercises, to understand what's going on in your head, decide to do this. And and we're going to jump right into the head to lead exercise. Decide. First things first, get a piece of paper, flip it in landscape. That's how I like to do exercises. It makes me feel very project-like. Like it kind of takes me back to them days, right? But flip it landscape and just create a triangle on the middle of the paper. Timestamp this. I'm a big timestamp person. I'm a big Drake fan, but that's probably why I like timestamps. But anyway, Big time stamp person, because you just need to understand where you were, what time it was, and kind of what you were feeling, just like a brief word or a sentence. 
when you're doing an exercise. So maybe it's 5 p.m. on a Wednesday after work, extremely tired. Because what you'll notice is when you do these type of exercises over and over and over, you'll be like, hmm, seems around like six o'clock after the end of the day, I'm very stressed. And that's kind of what gets me in my head. That's what puts me in this place. Maybe I should change something about this, about this pattern or this behavior or this what this habit, right? So timestamp the page. Create this triangle. Just put your hands together and create a triangle. Here's what I want you to do. I just want you to dump what's on your mind. Like whatever comes to mind. This is front of mind, like instinct. This is very instinctive, instinctive thinking. Maybe it's work, it's finances. Like right now I'm thinking about my mom. I'm always thinking about my mom. I'm always, I'm always thinking about bills being due. I'm in school right now, so I'm thinking about school. You know, I'm thinking now about I still need to get better at relationships and work on relationships and get better at setting boundaries. And I want you guys to literally write all of this down in that triangle. Just let it out. No matter what it is, it's going to seem weird, but set like a timer, maybe about a minute and a half, two minutes, right? So you, you've put everything out and now this is what you do. You're going to create a smaller triangle and just take the very bottom of the triangle, like maybe like a little inch or a little bit in and just draw lines down. That's going to create a triangle facing the opposite direction. If you're not visual, you're probably so lost right now, but you should have a smaller triangle that's kind of extending at the very bottom in the opposite direction from the big triangle. And that's our filter. Now you're going to look at that big triangle and you're only going to think about the things that were front of mind, instinctive to you, and you're going to filter out what was most important. So you're looking at that big list and now you're going to set a timer for probably about half the time because this is going to be quick. And the reason why I want it to be quick is because you can only handle what can be handled. And usually what's front of mind is what's like urgent. It's what needs to get done. It's what really matters to you. And it's probably what's the most pressing and what's keeping things cluttered, right? It's like you have, hey, these are priorities, but then you have these bunch of things in the background that kind of make everything stay cluttered. But usually what's front of mind is like, I need to get that done. So there's small triangle. That's exactly what that's for. So you're going to take everything from that big triangle and just dump it into the small triangle. Now, like I said, it's a small triangle. Not everything from that big triangle is going to fit into this, right? And that's the point. So you're filtering out the big triangle. And let's say you put like, probably 20 things or 25 things in this big triangle, there's only going to be like maybe five or six, maybe eight things that are going to fit into the small triangle. And once that timer hits zero, we are done with that filter. Now, I know this is really quick, but over to the right of your paper, I want you to, you know, write down a one, two, three, or just give me three bullet points. And now you're looking at your big triangle and your small triangle. And here's what you're going to do. Just reflect. Just think about where you have been, right? And it's my fault. I didn't let you guys know this. That is your contribution, right? So you decided to, and now you're going to contribute to, and you contributed to the exercise by brain dumping. So you did the big brain dump. It's just whatever comes to mind. You filter it out a little bit, only putting things from the big triangle into the small triangle. And that's your contribution. Like you're contributing to the exercise. It doesn't matter about, oh, are these valuable thoughts? No one cares if they're valuable thoughts. You're welcome here. This is for you. So you just have to contribute. And another, I think, like uh, synonym or whatever for contribute would be like participate. You just had to participate in the exercise. So now that you've done that, now you have to learn to. So you're reflecting on the big triangle. You're looking at your small triangle and different things that like come to mind. These are your overarching themes, right? You create overarching themes. Like what is really going on in my head? I talk to myself a lot because I'm just like, hmm, I wonder what's going on in my head right now. But when I did this exercise, like I'd find different things like hmm, relationships, I'd find wellness, and then I'd find like health, right? 
and you'll get like different overarching things. It might be finance for you. It might be discipline, right? Um, but those are the things that we're going to now go learn. And those are the things that we're going to focus on because we had this big brain dump. We filtered out that dump and kind of narrowed it down. And then we just want to theme. We just want to generally understand, okay, what is our brain really saying to us? What is this clutter trying to tell me? Okay. Let me give you guys an example from when I did this exercise. My overarching themes were relationships, wellness, and habits, right? And what I want you to hold on to, just first off, if you don't own your clutter, your clutter will own you, right? So you got to own this. Like this is, this is your head. Like this comes from you. This doesn't come from anyone else. And I think a lot of times just like the voices and the extra noise, mute the noise, shut the noise up. When you're doing this, like you got to put everything on silent, right? You're at home, you know, shelter in place, be silent, be still, right? And kind of understand this for yourself. Because if you don't own your clutter, your clutter, it will own you. Okay. So like I said, relationships, wellness and habits, I'm going to kind of show you guys how I approach this. I do a few things like when I'm doing an exercise, when I'm doing an exercise, I need to kind of justify my approach. Why am I doing this? It's kind of like that decide to. I'm trying to justify why I did a head to lead exercise. I mean, honestly, things are pretty crazy right now and I need to reflect. I need to kind of think about what's important to me because there's so many conflicting interests now that everything's taken away that I don't know what to do. I think I put something on my Instagram where it was like, when everything is given, we make excuses. But when everything's taken, we exclude ourselves, right? Don't exclude yourself when you're trying to figure things out. Don't exclude yourself when you're alone and everything's been taken away from you. Like this is the most empowered you should feel. Because you have you. Don't take yourself out the game. They can take everything from you, but they can't take you, right? So I'm justifying, why did you do this, Kyrie? Ask yourself that. Why did you do this? It's because I'm lost, right? So after I justify that approach, I go into developing adequacy. And I develop adequacy in my overarching theme. So let's look at relationships. If I'm looking at relationships and I'm like, okay, how do I develop adequacy? How do I understand relationships a little bit more? Bottom line is, you wrote this down on a piece of paper in the next 14 to 30, 45 days, you need to become a subject expert on relationships, talking to myself, right? So if this is me, I'm probably going to go on Instagram and find a couple people who specialize in relationships, one from a woman perspective, one from a man perspective, and probably, you know, two people who do relationship counseling or talk about the relationship together on one profile. Or I might go on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, whatever, and I'm probably going to find a couple who does relationship podcasts or from a male perspective. Um, and then I'm probably going to go to Barnes & Noble and I'm going to look for a book. So that's how you develop adequacy. Look up a couple articles, tap into what you're trying to learn. The reason why you're cluttered is because you don't understand it, right? That's kind of how I see it. Like you're cluttered, everything's going on because you haven't actually taken that first step to try to understand it a little bit further. So wellness, I mean, wellness, that's in every area of life. So I'm going to literally do the same thing. Guys, your phones, social media, they're meant to be like the middleman. They're like the broker of education and knowledge. Use it the right way. Like literally use your phone to find people who specialize in the stuff that you're looking for. I know this sounds like common sense, but too many times I'm hearing someone like, oh, I wish I could just do this or figure out how to do this. Like you have the power. You have the power of Steve Jobs in your hands. Use it. Like literally use it. So if I'm trying to figure out wellness, I'm tapping into that Instagram. Um, dude, there's, dude, health is everywhere right now. I'm going to find someone because there's probably someone I'm following right now who's like a fitness trainer, something like that. And then habits, of course, it's the habitual project, like overarching it. Like, of course, habits. I suck at habits. Like, I got bad habits. I got good habits. 
So habits. So develop adequacy in whatever areas it might be. If you can only write down two, you can only write down two. That's fine. If you can only write down three, that's fine too. This is your exercise. If you don't own your clutter, it will own you. So next, I'm identifying conflict. That's kind of the muting the noise because I feel like when you're having conflict and it's like conflict of interest, competing objectives for like your life, that's usually because you're letting too many people decide for you or letting the world tell you, hey, this is what you need to be, right? Or you're letting your friends like get into your head or you're watching so many people's story that you don't know your story. I'm telling you, watching too many people's story so you don't even know your story. You, you can't even tell your story because you're too focused trying to like live out everybody else's story. So identify conflict. What's conflicting like with the themes? What are the conflicting thoughts that you're having? Conflict, right? And, you know, personally, I see conflicts in everything in my life because my mind's everywhere. I always tell people I'm a planner, but like a planner is just a functional way of saying I'm an overthinker instead of being like, oh, I'm an overthinker. I'm always panicking and don't know what to do and thinking of tons of different alternative endings. You like say you're a planner. So it's like, no, I'm, I'm a planner. I've just I've considered every single way this <laughs> this situation could go. That's what planners do. Right. So it's my functional way of doing that. But. Conflicts between relationships and habits. You know, I've personally felt like in my past, if I give too much of myself in a relationship, I won't be able to focus on like my habits. So just kind of consider the conflicts that might arise out of things. So finances, but social life. Okay. So you got finances where you need to keep a budget because you have different savings goals that you want to hit. You have credit that you're trying to improve. You have bills to pay. But ah, on this end, I have my social life and I really want to spend time with my friends, right? That's a conflict, right? Well, understand that conflict and understand the root of it. So after conflict, we move into common ground, common ground, common ground. And the way I make common ground or build common ground, create common ground, whatever we call it, is through priority and resources. So, you know, I'm looking at relationships, wellness and habits. A priority to me personally is habits. I understand that if I create good habits, it'll influence all areas of my life, not just one, like. I get good habits, I can maybe start doing my laundry on time or maybe actually start meal prepping and stuff like that. Like if I actually get my habits in line, but also with wellness, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, eat good, feel good. I don't think that's what they taught us, but that's what they should have taught us. Eat good, feel good wellness, you know. So I'm trying to understand how does this correspond to different areas? That's really what I look like or look at um, when I'm trying to create common ground. And then what we'll move on to is comprehensive understanding. And comprehensive understanding is the last step of this exercise. And I think it's absolutely just powerful because you have to take everything into consideration and kind of like have that talk with yourself. Look in the mirror, go to a safe place. My safe place is my bathroom. Just to let everyone know, that's where I do all of my like top notch planning and thinking in the bathroom. Okay. Anyway, comprehensive understanding it's huge because it's how you kind of summarize this entire exercise. It's the overarching conclusion, really, of everything. And um, I want to walk you guys through just an experience that I had with this exercise and what it did for me. And I, I seriously pray, I hope you guys reach out and let me know your stories with the exercises that you do, because understanding that head garbage and just all the craziness in your head is so critical to reaching your goals and to doing what you set out for yourself, right? Because when we get in our heads and we let things be cluttered, we're still. And it's good to be still. Don't get me wrong, because there's tons of talks we can do about stillness. But no, this is the bad still. This is the stagnant. This is like you're not moving. You're not focused, right? You're just caught up. So I want to kind of tell you guys my story 
of how this went for me um, from my comprehensive understanding. And I'm very glad that I did this exercise and I'm very glad that I figured this out about myself because it changed my life big time. I need you guys to understand that through your clutter, you will find clarity. Right now, things just don't make a lot of sense. Things are very confusing. There's tons of pressure with this crisis and this virus, and it's kind of hard to see out this situation. We don't know how long this is going to keep going on. And this literally, regardless of what happens, this is going to change a lot, man. Like the world's going to change big time. And if you haven't had to go through looking for a new job, bless your heart, because job searching, being in the job market is so complicated. And I really feel for new graduates who, you know, they're super excited to get out there into the market. And then you just kind of realize like, oh, so this is what y'all be talking about. It's just tough, right? So I was at a job for a while. I contributed plenty to the organization. And I hit a place where I was like, you know what? I hit that fulfillment place. Like when you hit fulfillment in a job, it can either be sustained fulfillment or it's like a goal that's been fulfilled. And I kind of hit that goal that had been, you know, fulfilled. And I started looking for new jobs and I was getting no responses. Like I was hitting it hard. Probably had like four to five different versions of resumes and cover letters, depending on, you know, which industry or which role, you know, that I wanted to pursue. And it started beating me up big time. And I was living with my mom at that time because I was going to transition jobs. And I moved back in with the parents because I needed to know that, you know, if I got a call to go to a different state, I could just hop up and leave at any time. And I'm filling out these applications and I did my little exercise and it's finances that are on my mind. It's the fact that, you know, I'm working on my master's right now that's on my mind. It's the fact that I spent quality time in an industry and not knowing how this would transfer into another industry, right? And what came out of this is just, it was so wild. My comprehensive understanding of my exercise and my clutter was that I was discouraged, extremely discouraged. And if you're listening to this right now, and you're processing everything that's going on in the news and out there in the world, you might be very discouraged. And that's something I could relate to. Because you start questioning your worth and, you know, what you have, and it starts to eat you up, you know, like you're in your apartment with other people, or you're just out about with other people. And you, you know, that feeling when you feel alone in a room full of people, and I was feeling that. And it was very hard for me to process because the way that I present myself is like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's good. But, you know, like the few people I would share that with, I was like, man, I'm really discouraged. And um, that's when I kind of started building my comprehensive understanding that, you know, what you might find from doing an exercise like this during these times and spending time alone, it might seem really dark, but you have to be able to still see that you have an opportunity to have an opportunity. So I'm looking at this discouraged feeling. And I'm like, okay, it can either be like, I'm discouraged or it can be like, oh, like, okay, I'm discouraged. And here's what my comprehensive understanding ended up being. I had come to terms with my circumstance. I had accepted my circumstance, but I had to accept that, yes, I was discouraged, but hang with me right here. I was discouraged, but I was not defeated. And that's what I want to leave you guys with today. Ending this episode is that the things we're going through, it is extremely discouraging. Like I'm just hearing all these stories and my heart just really goes out to all of you right now in your unique situation or whatever it might be because we're all hurting in different ways. And this has happened so fast and the future and what's to come, it might be very, very discouraging, but together we're stronger and we're not defeated. And I had to go to my safe place. 
uh, which is my bathroom, and kind of talk this to myself and like preach it to myself like, hey, you're discouraged, but you're not defeated. You're not. You're discouraged, but you're not defeated. I know I'm repeating myself, but I need you guys to kind of understand the power of understanding your clutter and understanding what's in your mind for yourself, because you're going to come to these very, very in-depth conclusions about what's going on in your mind. And because the fact that I did it for myself, I can now share that with you guys. And that's all I want you guys to hang on with. So I hope you guys kind of understood and really enjoyed uh, this breakdown of the head to let exercise and just kind of my approach to understand what's going on in my mind and how I handle head trauma or head trash or garbage or a crisis, really. Um, and I hope you guys really took something from this. So please, if you're listening to this message today or this podcast, whatever it is, tell your friends, tell yourself, write this on a mirror. I may be discouraged, but I'm not defeated. Okay. So that's it for this episode, guys. Next episode, you know, we're going to take this exercise and what we understand for ourselves and we're going to go share it with a friend, right? We're going to go to them and we're going to set the stage and kind of get them to understand, hey, friend, right now, I need you just to listen, right? I need you to listen. I don't need you to pass judgment or freak out when I tell you what's on my mind or what's been weighing heavy on me. I just need a friend. I need an ear. I need just to listen. Help me filter out some more. Help me process all of this, right? So I'm going to walk you guys through uh, with a special guest of exactly how we do that or how I suggest that you guys do that. And I can't wait to hear, you know, what you guys are doing with your friends. But that's it for the first episode of The Habitual Project. Again, this is a series called Understanding Your Clutter. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram right now, you can get at me at Habitual Kyrie. That's K-I-R-E. Dude, just holler at me. Let me know what you thought about the podcast. Let me know what this did for you. Let me know what exercise you're doing. Like, if anything, let's get you on the show and let's just talk about it, guys, because there's no experts here, just experience. I hope you guys enjoyed. See ya. I am so happy that I re-recorded this episode. It just felt way better. And I felt like that message was something that all of us just need right now, right? But you guys have to tune in to the next episode. It's part two of Understanding Your Clutter. And we're going to talk about having a friend for a release versus a response. You guys got to tune in and let me know what you guys are thinking about that already. How do you feel about like going to someone when they give you a response, when you were like, yo, I just wanted a release. Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know. 